Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Utah's sports leader. This is KCNS AM Salt Lake City. KCNS FM Colvin. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Whether it's the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, or Aggies, these guys have got you covered. Time to eat, fellas. You're locked on to Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. One, two, three, four, eight. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. If you got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. If you got a dream, chase it. Cause a dream won't chase you back. If you're gonna love somebody, hold them as long and as strong and as close as you can. Till you can. There's a box of greasy parts sitting in the trunk of that 65. Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Is it based on, on uh, the report you just told me No. About? Okay. No, it's not based on lies. Uh, it, it's somewhat based on, again, I'm not trying to feed into this because I really don't, there's no, there's no basis here other than at one point Tim McMahon and Brian Windhorst talked about the idea that GMs around the NBA think that Donovan Mitchell may at some point in his career want to play in a bigger market, whatever. Uh, and I'm not dismissing that, but just that that was a report. I'm not trying to build on it. Who's the happiest athlete in the world today based on stardom, geography, and success? Probably got to be LeBron, right? They suck. Laker, he'd apologize to the fan base this weekend. Yeah, but I don't think basketball is that high on his priority list. Maybe not. Okay, so that, but that's what I'm like. I'm not saying like who's the most and content he's, person. He's on I a, mean like which player is the biggest star in the biggest city and is winning and is like getting everything that we think of when you want to be the superstar athlete. But yet, who's Babe Ruth? Who's Michael Jordan? But who's the answer could be Wayne Giannis. Gretzky? Giannis because he honestly had a chance to okay. That's a good somewhere answer. else, and he likes Milwaukee. Stayed in Milwaukee. The the chicken nuggets thing. I mean, he Giannis may be the most well adjusted person on the planet, Correct. let alone athlete. I, I'm with you. It's he's an amazing person. Uh, just as from like a the way he conducts business is very fascinating. Seems happy. Loves his family. Lost his dad, of course, but it's like loves his mom. Keeps his brothers close. Been through it. He's been a refugee. For right. Crying out right. Loud. I mean, has just, had an incredible growth pattern, and he lives in Milwaukee. Yeah. 
But I don't think Giannis wants the marketability that that maybe he would be getting. Like I'm just trying else. to think who is the Joe Montana who has it all. Like Joe Montana at one point, and and in the history of athletes, okay, Jake, so t- who has ever had it all? Like there are certainly some. Tom Brady in Tampa, that might be the answer. But like, have you been to Tampa? It's Florida. It's lovely. Down it's there. not lovely down there. It's Tampa. I've been to Tampa. Tampa's it didn't awful. Seem that bad. Tampa's terrible. Tampa is a terrible city. Like not it's not part, a healthy city. Not where he lives. It's correct. He lives in St. Petersburg, which is a great city. I'm sure he lives in St. Petersburg. It's like the nice town that's right next to Tampa where all the money is. Tampa is bad. People don't want to live in Tampa. Like unfortunately, and I'm I'm not trying to run a city down, but like but you, you don't are. go to Tampa. <laughs> When you're moving to Florida, you don't say beautiful Tampa. You think South Beach, but those places aren't close to each other. No. Those are other sides of the state. I think Bush Gardens. <laughs> you think like yeah, it's just not a cool part of the town. Like going to a Rays game is is really fun and you don't want to like go to the town after after you go to a Rays game, you're like, "Hey, let's go party in the city." That's not how you do it. I'm just trying to think of where is the best Superstar player, superstar city, superstar franchise that's also winning right now. I would have said uh, when he was playing, Derek Jeter probably would fall into that. Jeter? I mean, you could say Brady in Boston with the Patriots easily. Boston's an all-time town. You know, it's a a huge sports town. The Patriots are a major franchise, and he was winning Super Bowls all the time. Like, that easily could have been the case. And even then, he wanted out. He wanted out of Boston. So we try and think of like perfect situations for people, perfect situations for athletes. You're right. Maybe the best one ever is Jeter. Because MJ was a guy from North Carolina, which does not have a whole lot in common with Chicago, even though he became all of a sudden Mr. Chicago. And like put the Bulls on the map. The Bulls were the worst. I mean, the Bulls were the Sacramento Kings when they drafted Michael Jordan, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he turned them into this, like, dynasty, this franchise that's that's still, you know, viewed as, like, one of the best franchises in the NBA. he still lives there, right? That's still his number one spot. I know he's got homes all over the country, but... But, like, I think think that counts. So, Michael, great. Chicago's a great city. He was the best athlete, and they won six championships in eight years. I'm just, like, as we try and find perfect situation, where are you going to be happy? When do you finally catch the carrot... As anybody that's being dangled in front of you, even as an athlete, like what who what NBA player right now is doing it? But the the problem with this line of thinking is that very few people on the planet, let alone very few athletes, think this way. Because the grass is always greener for Correct. everybody. Right. And so like if you if we're, Yeah, we're asking them to have perspective on the carrot. Right. They don't know the carrot's being dangled. They don't know that the carrot's on a string that's five feet in front of them that they can't ever catch. How many players played for Jerry Sloan and hated it? Correct. Until Every they left. single one of them. Until they left. Like ninety five percent of them. And then they all said, Wow. D Will. I really had a Deshaun going. Stevenson. Greg Ostertag. <laughs> like yeah, all the 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 malcontents come back and say, like, I had it pretty good. I've Howard, Howard Isley, Shandon yeah. Anderson, yes. all these all these Correct. players that that had no idea how good that they had it with the coach until they went somewhere else. It's just I, I I'll tell you this, Ben. I grew up with a ton of people around here. We we're we're being really introspective about Utah today, but I grew up with a lot of people that blamed everything going wrong in their lives on living here. <laughs> Yeah, and they right. go. I can't wait until I could just get out of this yeah. town. Right, it's I'm drowning yeah. here. Yeah. and then they do it, and then start the timer on when they're back. Correct, 
And you know, some people would leave and and find happiness elsewhere. I'm not I'm not speaking but it's in, not with a, they a broad left brush. Utah. It's because it's it's their it's not life. The air they were right. breathing. Yeah, it's not the people they were around. No, like, yeah. it's it's their own self. Sure, right. And and so this is goes back to your point about Tom Brady. Tom Brady went from Boston. Look, Tampa. <laughs> I hate to be running down Tampa. Is a downgrade from Boston. There's just not an argument unless you're only about the taxes or weather that, that and weather that it's a downgrade, that it's an upgrade from Boston. It just isn't, unfortunately. And still, Tom Brady is happy. Why? Because Tom Brady is happy. Tom Brady took his happiness from Boston to Tampa with him. Like Tom legitimately seems like he enjoys Tom and his life and his kids and Giselle and it sounds like he even gets along with his ex like it sounds like there's some harmony going on in that man's life that followed him from Boston to Tampa which is why you could throw that name out there I'm just trying to find who's the most harmonious who is the who is the happiest athlete who has it all that has the town the team the talent the market the market dollars or the uh, marketing dollars shoe deal all that yeah. stuff that all matters because because Oakley on Twitter and you can always tweet us at Jake Scott yeah this is a great Ben's hoops way in uh, Oakley says Steph Curry has got what all yes. you guys are talking about right now you're exactly no. right you don't Incorrect. think so uh-uh look into the story of why Steph Curry is with Under Armour and not Nike because Steph Curry went into his presentation with Nike. This is he an did, all-time yes, story. Yes, yes. He goes into his presentation with Nike, and the, the Nike rep there is like, we'd love to sign you, Steph. Yep. We think you're terrific. We love everything about you. I've put together a little PowerPoint here mm-hmm. to demonstrate what we can do for you. And then click down the old PowerPoint. And you know what? On the front page, it said – it. Kevin Durant's presentation. Right. The presentation was for Kevin Durant. They didn't even change they it. They didn't even change it. forgot it. to change the title on the name. Yeah. And Steph Curry said, oh, how nice. I'm going to go over to Under Armour. Correct. I don't even care what kind of product they have. They at least know enough they about know me yeah. to put together a presentation that's actually made for me. But Steph Because is- Golden State are not the Lakers and never will be. That's true. They won't be. Steph is the closest, maybe next to Giannis, and has a better city than Giannis has. Steph right now should have the best shoe deal on the planet. More than LeBron. He should. He's got more value from a marketing standpoint right now at this moment in time than anybody else. No question. And Nike couldn't even put the correct name onto a a presentation. But I would take that. I I would accept Steph as maybe the athlete right now that has the best combination of talent, team, town. The three T's, as I like to call it, that I just made that. Well, up. at least in American sports, I don't know enough about European. Sure, sports, Messi. Those, those people make those a guys lot of going dough. to yeah, yes, these know. super franchises. Right now. Yes, American sports right now. Like I don't know who it would be in the NFL. I still think it's Tom. Yeah, it's probably Tom. He picked, but like, you may not like Tampa, but he picked Tampa. But he, he could have gone somewhere else. But he, he remember he famously kind of subtweeted to use a term that's been thrown around this week the Raiders that he wanted to go to the Raiders and they also blew it they did not make him feel loved enough and he would have gone and won a Super Bowl with the Raiders already he would have carried that Super Bowl talent to Oakland and now Las Vegas and would have had a championship there well, because and they didn't show him enough he's love. basically the GM too I mean he's, yes. he's signing all his buddies there in Tampa I mean, yes he's the reason Gronk is still playing correct and, and, and good but yes uh, th- I don't know if he has I mean Tampa is not comparable to San Francisco. It's not as good. So I'm just trying to find out who that perfect situation is right now in the NFL. Like, 
Aaron Rodgers hates the town and the team, apparently, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest player on earth right now and hates everything. He's the unhappiest person. You know who, you know who, Shailene Woodley doesn't live in, in Green Bay. She doesn't live in Milwaukee. She lives in Denver. Mm -hmm. So, like, oh, so that's why he's moving to Denver. That's the rumor. Exactly. Well, uh, uh, how about this? The answer might be Dak because he's in a way better situation than he probably deserves. Correct. He's and not to say Dak isn't a good quarterback, but the to, to, to but, be the quarterback of the Cowboys. But he's missing one of the T's, which is the talent. He yeah. doesn't have Tom Brady's talent. Like he's not the best player in the best city on the best team. There's an argument right now that Steph's the best player in the world, playing on the best team in the world, in one of the best towns in the world. But there's very few. Yes, Jeter. Where you know, I, I'm not the baseball diehard. I'm sure there were people that would always say there were better players than Jeter in, in Major League Baseball. Of course, there probably were. But he was the Yankees. They were winning World Series, and he was the face, and he was really good. He was really good, and he might be the most overrated baseball player of all time, <laughs> for the reasons that we're talking. Sure, about. exactly. But that's fine. You, you know, if you win titles, who cares if you're overrated? Win, win titles. Everybody calls him a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, legend. Yeah. No, but. He was the darling of the – listen, sure. he, he was washed up in his career when the Yankees signed Alex Rodriguez, the best player in Correct. baseball, who moved positions. Correct. <laughs> yes. But even then, A-Rod's Alex, a good example. Alex, going to need you to slide over to third. But Derek Jeter's 105 years old and can barely make the throw now. Isn't A-Rod kind of an interesting example of this situation, though, which is A-Rod was the best player in the world, was the highest paid player in the world, he's did the go play moved. for the greatest team. And also, like, wasn't ever all that content or loved playing in New York. No. By, people even in New York didn't love Alex the way they loved Derek Jeter. Right. Like, we talk about tribalism within teams to pick players and separate. Like, it wasn't Jeter and A-Rod. It was Jeter or A-Rod. Well, that's because Jeter had the advantage of coming up with the Yankees. That is the thing. Fans love the homegrown player. Fans love the play. You know— Jazz fans love Rudy and Donovan in part because they're their guys. Alex Rodriguez was never a Yankee. He was just Correct. a mercenary player. Correct. And that's why and I And people think- love Jeter to the point where they will kill for Derek Jeter. Like, that he is untouchable in right. the eyes of some Yankee fans. I think that Michael Jordan will always be the GOAT in the NBA. I shouldn't say always, but will be when the debate with LeBron yes. and Michael. It, Michael will always be more loved because Michael did it in one spot. 100%. And athletes often want to ignore that, and you can you know, still have your cake and eat it too and move everywhere, but yeah. you will never be as loved, and there's nothing that they can do about that. You will Correct. never You're be right. as loved if you bounce around to four franchises or more in your you know, three, even 100%. two. You, right. and, and people say, well, Jordan played for the Wizards. It's like, that doesn't – nobody thinks I'm about that the same way the LeBron did. Yes, LeBron right. where was moving around three times. I'm not prime. talking about Hakeem on the Raptors or whatever. I'm not talking about the, the Twilight <laughs> The good move. years. Yeah. Carl Malone is always – he might as well have played with the Jazz for his entire career because nobody even remembers the Lakers part. And he almost won a title. Yeah, he almost won a title. And he almost, uh, he almost won a title. So I don't think you know, the player – if they want the marketing dollars, moving around's fine. If they want the love, the true love, I think you've got to stay somewhere the, the whole time. But man, even Shaq like, wasn't happy. Like, Shaq and Kobe, it was Shaq or Kobe. Like, it was not – this awesome relationship. Uh, clearly, it wasn't well, awesome. Shaq left an people. NBA Finals team to go to LA. Yeah, and now Kobe at one point was the best player on the earth on the best team in the best town. Kobe had it for a couple of years. 
with Powell and with right. Andrew Bynum and was winning the titles and was the best player in the world and, and was, was, you know, and then some people may argue LeBron was still even better, but as far as, as close as you can get to being in your prime top of the, you know, of the best, Kobe was, was there most recently in the NBA. And Kobe's probably, well, I don't even know if you can have this opinion anymore, but I'm not sure Kobe was as good as his reputation trying to put this delicately because I'm, I'm certainly not trying to trample on the deceased and what a tragic thing. But, you know, when people talk about the the ranking of best players ever, Kobe's probably ranked higher than he should because of what we're talking about. 100%. He's not a better player than Tim Duncan. Right. Is that – I hope I'm not being disrespectful here, but that's no, what I'm No, if we're to... talking on the court. Right. We're Yeah, if we're talking on the court, like I, I – would have Tim Duncan as a better basketball player than Kobe Bryant. Right. No question about but it. But the, the vast majority of NBA fans would, would be like, no, go, Kobe's oh, like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's bad. insane. Right. It's not. But you're right, because he was in Los Angeles. Whereas if Tim Duncan, and part of what made him special is when he played his whole career in San Antonio, to your point, if he had done that in Miami or in New York or wherever, major city, you know, we would be looking at Duncan as one of the four or five best players of all yeah. time. You know, up there with Magic, up there past Larry Bird, and I don't think most people have him there, but probably belongs there. Uh, Joshua tweets in and says, what about Ja Morant right now? See, I don't know what Ja wants, because if he wants to be marketed and truly be a superstar, he's got to go somewhere this else. This goes back to our point of, of it's pretty safe. For, here's the thing about what Tim McMahon and Brian Windhorst said. It's pretty safe to say that about Donovan Mitchell, right? Yep. Because you and I can very safely say, you know what? I'd be surprised if in six years Ja Morant's on the Memphis Grizzlies. It's just it's the same hard thing. to be yeah. a superstar in Memphis. It's yep. just hard to be. Mike Conley kind of outgrew Memphis and was more Tim Duncan than he was Kobe Bryant. So he liked being in Memphis. He liked being the guy. He liked being the face. He liked being the greatest player in that franchise's history. It just so happened that like it kind of the, the timeline stopped matching up with one another and they needed to move on from him and he needed a better chance to go win elsewhere. But it, it's hard to be a superstar. In Memphis. Yep. And John Morant's going to have a hard time. He's going he's gonna to outgrow that team, unfortunately. It's hard to be an all-star in Memphis. Yeah. Those are some great Memphis teams. And Mike Conley... Uh, Didn't make it until he got to Utah, right. of all places. You know who's never played on Christmas Day? The Memphis Grizzlies. Now, that will change because Jaw is there. Right. He's a big and enough Jaw to get them on Christmas and, Day. And part of that is Memphis has made some bad decisions but along like, the man, way. But, man, they made a Western good, Conference but. Finals. You couldn't put them on Christmas? They had awesome teams with Jaw. They had a Hall of... They have... Uh, or, uh, excuse me, with Mike Conley, they have a Hall of Famer in Marcus Gasol. And you couldn't put him on nationally televised games? Like, that's tough. It's, it's hard to be John Morant and say, yeah, I think I'm going to maximize my lifestyle and the type of talent they can put around me to win when I'm in Memphis. And everyone respected those Memphis teams. See, that's, that, that's Beloved. The, the, the different part about it. Everybody respected those Memphis teams and appreciated how well they played. Nobody bought Mike Conley's shoes. Correct. Nobody was voting for him for All-Star. Ever. I have no doubt that Donovan is grumpy about being so low on the All-Star votes list. Of course. Yeah. Carl Malone would never have gotten as many All-Star starts as he did in today's day and age with no. social media voting no. and all that stuff. Yeah, the way it works now. The way it works now. Have. He yep. never would have been voted. Because when we were a kid and we were punching out the little hole things, I don't know about you, but I always thought like, oh, I th- this is important. I've got, right. Who are the best players? This and that. Now it's just it's all about marketing. Correct. And Donovan's never going to be number one on that list, no matter how good he is. And so he either cares about that or he doesn't. And if he did care about that, could you blame him? No. That's what the league is. 
That's what we've, tr- that's what what we've turned is. the NBA into. It's what it always was, but yeah. yeah. We've really found, we've perfected it. Let's give tickets away. Good idea, Megan. What do you say? Uh, 12th caller right now, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Be the 12th caller right now, and you're going to the game tonight. Jazz and Rockets. Top three stories at KSLsports.com coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Jazz at 30 update here on Jake and Ben. Jazz take on the Rockets tonight here at Vivint Arena. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. Here's Coach Quinn Snyder on what Rudy Gobert has uh, improved on to become such a focal part of the lineup. There are so many times where, you know, he creates something for someone else so that when our guys have an opportunity to use him, they're aware of it. Rudy's using his length more to play more vertically before he gets the ball, not just on rolls and jumping, but he's doing a much better job of not sealing too soon where it's easier to get him the ball where he's using his height and his length. And then the other thing is when he's gotten it, you know, he's not going so quickly. It's something he's worked on. He's going a little bit slower, which I think gives him more force. He's lower. When he's got the ball down there, he's more conscious of going through people and getting fouled. This update is brought to you by Five Star Painting. Refresh the inside or outside of your home with Five Star Experience. Five Star Painting. They've got the time, skills, and tools. FiveStarPainting.com. That's FiveStarPainting.com. Who's got it better than us? Best sports coverage in Utah. You're listening to Jake Scott and Ben Anderson on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by KSLSports.com. Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ben, it is a Wednesday. That means it's a win ticket Wednesday here. Do you want to just now make it? Or do you want to do it at the end of the segment? Because you've got to do the top three stories, and you're going to be on the air with us. What's easier for you? I am fine either way. I can multitask. What? I can't. So I'm trying to be extra careful, because I can't do more than one thing at a time. I think we should give them away, because I'm remembering to do it now. Okay. not a guarantee in the future. Okay. Eight five five three four zero zone twelve caller right now. You're going to go see the Utah Grizzlies taking on the Allen Americans on January twenty first. It's a family four pack, so take uh, the fam out there to the Maverick Center. Be the twelfth caller right now. Eight five five three four zero zone. Special right. shout out to my guy Tyson Whiting, the play by play voice, the crowbar of the uh, of the Utah Grizzlies. There's no single person on earth, and I mean this with all sincerity, that I'm happier to see them have success. Than Tyson Whiting. Awesome. Shout out to Tyson. Shout out to Tyson, the voice of the Grizzlies. All right, Megan, why don't we do this before you uh, answer those phones? It's time for the top three stories uh, today at kslsports.com, and it's brought to you each and every day by our friends at Jay Brooks Jewelers. All right, Megan. Number one. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay both out. What does that mean for tonight's game against the Rockets? Donovan Mitchell has a concussion. Jake Scott. Uh, Rudy Gay is out with a heel injury, a heel soreness, and of course, Hassan Whiteside is still in the NBA's health and safety protocols. So Jazz are very shorthanded in the front court, uh, and you know, missing a significant piece, their best player uh, in the backcourt, Donovan Mitchell. I think they should still beat the Rockets. 
They should have still beat the Detroit Pistons yes. last week. Yeah. They should they still beat the Lakers. Beat the Rockets. Yeah. I, I'll say that. It's not going to be easy without Donovan Mitchell, certainly, and Rudy Gay. But they should still be able to beat the Rockets. Their desperation alone should carry them over the Rockets. This team, okay. this team better be playing desperate. If they're like serious about fixing this, and I, I don't, you know, again, we're going to get to the postseason, and if they win the first round series or win a second round series, nobody is going to remember January twelfth to January nineteenth and all the hijinks that went with it. Nobody's going to care. We're all going to forget about it. But if they don't, we will look back at this and say that was the beginning of things falling apart. That was the beginning of recognizing there were still weaknesses on this team that hadn't been addressed and hadn't been fixed. So you need to fix them now so you can't go back and second-guess yourself. you got to fix them now, and you fix them with a little bit of desperation. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly agree with that. Uh, the Jazz need to go out and play well. Everybody needs to play well. That was the thing against the Lakers game. We talked about this uh, yesterday. Defense, effort, all that stuff that hasn't always been there, it was there against the Lakers. Yeah. They just couldn't throw it in the ocean. Correct. And then, and then they stopped passing, yeah. which, then which is it, a, and then it went from bad to worse. Which is a result of not making shots, right? Like if you don't trust that you're going to kick the ball out and the shot's going to go in, you're going to try and get your own. Sure. So, or worst case scenario, which, which is a guy like Jordan Clarkson, who you know I think is obviously an incredibly good basketball player, but he doesn't see the ball go in from three, and then he starts over-dribbling and getting into the paint, and then he takes really tough fadeaway shots against guys he thinks he has a mismatch over. Like They, they do feed into one another. So yeah, the Jazz just need a night where they hit 19 threes, and it's easy. Now, I don't know if that actually fixes anything, but sometimes you just need a win to get the nasty taste out of your mouth. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. Plus, there's something to, you know, like the Denver game a couple of weeks ago, there's something to winning shorthanded that's galvanizing. Uh, I think 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know what, you need to turn, more importantly is going to be what happens next week, not to put the cart before the horse, because you need to beat Houston and you need to beat Detroit. But man, after those two teams, you play Golden State, Phoenix, Phoenix, and Memphis. Well, those just happen to be the three best teams in the Western Conference. So that's going to be really where we find out what this Jazz team is made of. Unfortunately, you go Golden State and Phoenix back-to-back. That's just that's pretty brutal. That's rough. All right, let's uh, move on to number two. Megan. She's, uh, she's multitasking. I know she is. She's doing a great job. Number two. Local NFL players advance to divisional round with wild card wins. Jake? got a fun NFL weekend coming up as we've talked about. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see who ends up emerging but yes, as we uh, continue to do Kyle Ireland who we're trying to get on the show today, apparently it's his day off so we're going to try and catch up with him uh, coming up. But there are still a lot of local players uh, that are still playing. Kylie Fitz linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals well I guess they're not alive anymore, right? The Cardinals are bounced. Uh, Lucky Fotu also out. But you look at some of the, the, the players that are advancing. How about Star Lele still getting it done in the NFL? Like He was the guy in Utah Feels like generations ago. Like it's surprising that was even a Pac-12 team when, when he was dominating the D-line. Well, he still played a year in the Mountain West, I think. Did he? Yes, because he was certainly on the Pac-12, um, the first Pac-12 team because I covered the Sun Bowl and I sat next to a scout okay. uh, from the NFL and I said, ah, who are you looking at? And he said, pretty much one player, this star fella. And then I think uh, Star played the next year, and then uh, the rest is history. But it's because he plays in an incredibly important position, and he's always been good at it. And so, you know, you look at Am I other... being ignorant? Is he the last first-round draft pick for the Utes? Hmm. Is there somebody I'm missing that's obvious? No, that might be it. I think he was the last first-round yeah. draft pick for the Utes, and so now it'll be Devin Lloyd this year. There's a reason, like, uh, your guy, Highland Ram, Haloti Nada, now yeah. he's one of the best ever at it. But he pl- how many years in the league did he play? Over 10. 
uh, yeah, probably 12, 13, 14. Because he plays just that, – that position is so important and if – <laughs> if you can play, you can stick around because there's not a lot of people that yeah. can. Yes. And, and you know, it, it's not based purely on your athleticism. Now, that's not to say that Haloti wasn't a freak athlete or that Vince Wilfork wasn't a freak athlete, but it also helps that they were They're 300 giant. pounds and, yeah. <laughs> you know, moved their legs pretty well. But, hey, yeah, a lot of local players still uh, still alive and Eric playing. Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle's still alive and playing. Fred Warner's still alive and playing with the 49ers. Uh, unfortunately, Van Noy not out there anymore. Uh, but, I mean, Zane Anderson, the safety with the uh, – with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Daniel Sorensen still playing as well. Dirty Dan. So yeah, there's a, a lot of local uh, interest still. But even more important than the local interest is just the quality of the games. This is going to be fun. They, the 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 weekend coming up of football is is going to be incredible again. And I do love in the playoffs that we get it Saturday and Sunday. I don't mind that they they separate it out and make it a whole event over. The oh weekend. no, I think they should. You know, with no college football, why not? Mitch Wisnowski also still out there. Played a big role for the 49ers. I mean, and continue uh, has as as will uh, Matt Gay for the Rams. So, those two were really good when they were at Utah. That that run of kickers slash punters that uh, Witt had at Utah was pretty. If we're talking about local players in the NFL, who's most likely to be a hero in one of these games? Matt Gay probably is the answer. Matt Gay or Fred Warner is going to be one of the two. Like Fred Warner is so talented, he could be the you know pick six in a playoff game. Is he going to play? Yeah, it depends if his ankle's good or not. Yeah. But yeah, Matt Gay is the guy who's most likely to hit a fifty yarder to win a game and, and you know, send your team to the Super Bowl. Like he has that type of potential to end up being an all time kicker just based on a moment alone, not just what he's done necessarily throughout his career. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three. Twenty twenty two will be the year of the wide receiver for BYU. BYU's got a ton of young talent, but yes, uh, a bunch of wide receivers going to be coming back for BYU. Maybe most notably, Gunnar Romney uh, deciding to come back and play at BYU is going to be a huge addition to that team. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of, you know, BYU has had some great receivers come through, but recently we haven't necessarily thought of them as a deep receiving core. I mean, they've had some top-end guys uh, that have been really good, but, you know. But they've kind of usually had one guy. Like Cody Hoffman. Yes. Was the dude. And then from there, and I'm not trying to slide anybody, but it wasn't necessarily like... Yes. I mean, I guess you had Pitta and Austin Colley there at the same time, but that was also like one of the glory day runs of BYU football. They were so good during that. So anyway, if if they can be deep and talented at that position, uh, I think uh, BYU is going to be really good. Because I think Jaron Hall is really good, but I don't know. I don't... He's not Zach Wilson good. No. So the more weapons that you can surround yeah. that guy with, no, the you better. You got Puka Nakua, you got Gunnar Romney out there. It's going to be a very good receiving core for BYU again. They're going to be really good. Like Brian Johnson wasn't Alex Smith, so Brian really leaned on really great players that are, were around him. Yes, hundred percent, getting them the ball in a in a place to make some plays. Anyways, you can read that article at kslsports.com by Mitch Harper. More on the uh, wide our, receivers. At, our guy uh, at Mitch, BYU. of course. Have you talked to him about stiffing the show lately? No. He stiffed us too many times. So should, stop calling him. Should we ban him? I should just text him. I I do it on our Teams thing that we have on our computers, and you know sometimes you don't hear it in the morning or you're not on yet. So it's better to just text him. I'll text him. Should we like complain to Nate? Go above his head? Yeah. And punish him for it? Right. I don't know if we're that important. In fact, I do know we are not that we're important. We're not that important, so it wouldn't be listened to? I guess if we were important, Mitch would come on the show to begin we with. We got big time by two KSL sports people today, <laughs> today, Jake. What are we throwing Mitch under the bus for? 
We got big time by two other KSLSports.com people <laughs> today. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Technically, one of them's just KSL television. Well, he writes for KSLSports.com oh, occasionally. I guess that's true. He's in the KSL Sports umbrella. We're not going to throw him under the bus. But he's also got a long, lonely trip in front of him, so don't blame him there, I guess. But yeah, no, good point, Ben. We aren't that important, which is kind of nice in a way. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing better in your life than realizing at some point you don't matter. That is so freeing. That is so freeing. The, the, only, the only value I have is as a father. Everything else, dust. That's a good point. Dust. The one thing I can't fail at, being a dad. Fail at everything else. It's fine. You'll, Whatever. We'll you get know, by. I don't, I don't want to well, fail. I'm not trying to fail my bosses here. I'm trying to do the best job I can. Clearly, I come to work every day. Jake, you come to work every day. You work hard. You work late nights. We're trying the best we can. The one thing we absolutely cannot fail is his parents. The parenting. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, actually. But it's freedom. But the freedom, but not, the freedom it's elsewhere not freedom. is freedom. No, I'm just terrified. I'm just going to mess up well, my children. You only got a couple years left of being a parent. A they, couple. They turn 10 and they do whatever you they just, want. You, you lose control at that point. <laughs> Stay tuned. Get you ready for Hanson Scotty coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The sports you love. The teams you can't live without. Get a sense of urgency! This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by KSLSports.com. <laughs> Wait, this can't be a thing. Jacob Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I, I've got no further on this than just the headline. Man donates his kidney to save the life of his girlfriend's mom. Girlfriend dumps him a month later and marries someone else. Yeah, can't we do that. literally talked about this yesterday with a former jazz player. Oh, I thought you meant you and I did. No, not donating kidneys. We talked about athletes who find themselves in this situation where they donate time or effort and <laughs> lose it. That, come on. You got to give them more than a month. What's the problem? What do you mean, what's the problem? You, you saved your, your mom's life. Correct. That's that daughter's job. She saved her mom's life. Thanks. No, guy the, with the one kidney. Did. We appreciate you. <laughs> no, the daughter did. That the should, daughter sacrificed to get this kidney from what, this guy. Put up with the guy for an extra month. Got the kidney and bounced. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Predatory <laughs> organ harvesting is something you got to look out for in today's date. It's why Tinder's dangerous. <laughs> you never know. You never know oh. who's DMing you on Tinder because sometimes they're they, predatory organ they harvesters. Just need a kidney for their mom. So I'm saying online dating's out of control. That's how you wake up without a, an eyeball. Somebody needed that cornea. <laughs> That's How'd terrible. you lose your eye? Online dating. Bumble. It's, it's dangerous out there. It's tough. Yeah, you got to be careful. Oh, So what do you do to screen that? Ask questions like, how's how your mom's you, kidneys? How are you with a scalpel? Is your mom on dialysis? <laughs> Oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah, that's dark. That's grim. So apparently uh, a kidney buys you a month. Who knew? It's tough, man. 
there's a lot of competition out there. You got to be willing to give up a kidney just for one month during cuffing season, just to like feel close to somebody. Okay, let me ask you this: as a single person, okay. let's say you really, you know, caught the love bug. Okay, you're dating for a couple of months, long enough that you 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 think there something might go somewhere. She comes to you and says, "My mom needs a kidney. What do you think?" Your response is what? Oof. Because if you say no, you're probably damaging the relationship, right? But if you say yes, it's still your kidney. (laughs) (laughs) Man, there are some some really close relationships between in-laws and parents, you know, or or whatever, you know, the the partner. Sure, but this is just dating. Yeah, dating. I don't think you can give a kidney before you give a wedding ring. I think that's a general rule of thumb, right? You can't give an organ without a wedding ring. (laughs) And you know what? Here's my take. What? You want the milk for free? Oh, well, here's the – yeah, the milk is the kidney in this <laughs> In this situation. Uh, is it better to give a wedding ring and also a kidney or do you need to be given a wedding ring to give the kidney back? I'm probably not giving someone a kidney unless I've also given them the wedding ring because I don't trust – if they ask me to marry them and they give me a wedding ring, they may have only wanted my kidney in return. It has to be two selfless acts. This can't be a net zero ball game you because have to I don't want think me and the kidney, not just the kidney. Well, no, I have to want you and to want to give you my kidney. I get why you want me. You want my kidneys. You may not want me. You want my kidneys. You want my organs. So you give me the wedding ring in exchange for a kidney. I don't. I think that's dangerous. That's scary. So in a sick, twi- a twisted kind of way, it's similar to if you've got a bunch of money, be skeptical on uh, who why you marry. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's your it's your property. It's your private property. Like Dirk Nowitzki almost married that uh, swindler. Remember that mm-hmm. the the gal who mm-hmm. was inventing a life or yeah. just to be married, or and they were engaged, right? Until it all unwound. So yeah, you got to be really careful. Got to be careful. But in this case, it's about organs, not money. As uh, Marshall Lynch famously said, "Protect your chickens, and your chickens, whatever are, that is, whatever your chickens are a placeholder." Your money, your kids, your family, your your wealth, your kidneys. Protect your chickens is one of the great lines in in history. But if this uh, hypothetical girlfriend, Ben, did ask you for the the kidney, I mean that's that's a way to either take the relationship to the next level or just end it, right? So it's just a lot. There's just a lot going on in the world right now, Jake. If they're coming for your kids, so you know what? I, when you do meet somebody, Ben, instead of asking, "Are you in love with her?" I'm going to say, "Are you kidney in love with her?" Yes, that's going to be the standard right. from here on out. Right. What is? Is it Facebook official? The new Facebook official is it kidney official? Is, is she kidney? kidney she kidney worthy? Is she kidney? Is she worthy? kidney worthy? Would you give her mom your kidney? Ah, and that's the question: Is her mom kidney not even worthy? her? It's her mother. I would like to think of myself as a good person, but there's very little evidence of it. So I don't know. What organ would you be willing to give up? Like kidney's the obvious one, right? You get two of them. Well, it'd be an organ I could live without, obviously. Yeah, right, right. But like, oof, it's a lot. It's a lot of chickens. Imagine your girlfriend coming to you. My mom's going to need your heart. So I need that one, actually. <laughs> uh, real quick here before we say goodbye and turn it over to Hans and Scotty. Chris tweeted in about an hour ago, and I didn't want to uh, read it until now because we've gotten through the entire show. But Chris says, 
Uh, we are an hour into today's show, and I haven't heard Ben's pronouncement that his tweet was liked by Gabrielle Union. What is wrong with the universe today? We made it a whole show, Chris. We made it. I don't even know what you're talking about. We made it, Megan. Make note, we made it. I don't the whole li- show. I don't live ben in the past. Ben did not mention that his tweet was liked by Gabrielle I don't Union. live in the past. But the next time it happens, I promise you, you will know about it. Hanson Scotty next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.